Okay. I mean, as Limbo, I got baited hard with this album. The first track, it, it teased me just a little bit. At the start of the verse, he says, When your skin darker, shit gets harder. True. So I thought I was about to get something real, something raw. And then at the start of the second verse, he says, Man, I'd rather die before I give up. Keep my fucking foot on their necks and never let up. So I'm like, okay, it's going to be raw. It's going to be aggressive. I'm looking forward to this. I like it. But then, let's be honest, it gets shit. Like, not shit shit, but like Amine shit. So because he's usually pretty good, his shit is just like average. So like the, the songs were still like okay, but very, very forgettable. Like if you asked me to name one of them, I don't think I could. If you told me a name, I don't think I would recognize it. And I definitely wouldn't be able to like sing it or rap it to you. Uh, yeah, very, very forgettable. On Can't Decide, he devotes the chorus to some very weak wordplay. He's basically just counting up to 10. Uh, but then after like sort of just counting, he hits you with this. And this sounds really, really good. Like, I can't help but like this. But the chorus is literally just counting. So I don't know what he's doing to me. Like, I'm so confused whenever I listen to this album. But then, like, all the way through to track 11, it's incredibly forgettable again. But then you get to Mama, and he bloody baits you again. It is a bloody good song. Like, while I've been spending the majority of the album thinking, like, oh, what's happened to this man? He drops this out of nowhere, and all of a sudden I have to give him respect for it. I'm not ready for that. You know, I've, I've been hating on him for, like, the past ten tracks. I, I can't... I'm not prepared to respect this man. I don't... <laughs> like, it's just... It came out of nowhere. I did not expect it. Like, give me some warning, bros. It wasn't, like, over-the-top lyric-wise or anything like that. Uh, but the message was really nice. He started off reminiscing when his mum used to sort of, like drive him everywhere, work graveyard shifts so that she could buy him stuff that he wanted. And then in the second verse, he looks at when he first moved out. He was struggling, but he didn't want to just tell her and make her worry. So he said, mum, I'm all good. And yeah, she said, go to college. And he's like, nah, and pursued, pursued music and sort of a few other different things that he did that sort of showed him to be a little bit of a rap scallion, you know, a bit of a uh, Tommy Trouble. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it would have been really nice if he then followed it up, followed it up with a third verse, just saying like, thank you. Like from the perspective of where he is now saying like, hey, I never realized everything you did, like how hard it was. But yeah, I guess we just have to take what he gave us in the pre-chorus, which was still really nice. He said, uh, look, I'm thankful to be your son. It's my honor. Tonight I want to I want to quote Tupac, Dear Mama, which is a, a lovely song as well. Uh, and then there's Becky, track 12, where he looks back on a relationship he had in his teenage years with a white girl. Uh, his parents disapproved, her parents disapproved, her friends looked at him through racist eyes, and they ended up taking the easier route and calling it quits, uh, rather than sort of just have to go through all that uh, rigmarole and sort of judgment from everyone surrounding them and although that doesn't really have to do anything with the album not that the album is like one sort of cohesive piece anyway uh, it was nice sort of hearing a message it was very refreshing after hearing uh, black and orange Vendador, daffy duck you know I, I, don't, I don't care about that and then fetus bruh this song my god it's it features injury reserve and it discusses bringing a kid into this world uh, the chorus reads uh, said we could have a baby baby girl what kind of neighbor am i if i bring him into this world he wants to have a kid but he knows 
like how hard this world can be, how evil it can be, especially as a black man. And he does not want to bring someone into this world if he knows that they're just going to have to go through that. Which, like, it must suck having to doubt, like, that big of a decision. Like, like wanting kids is, like, yeah, it's such a huge thing. And, like, it's okay if you don't want kids, that's fine. But, like, it's definitely not something that you should have to avoid doing because of prejudice. Because of, like, unwarranted, bigoted hate. Like, that's just not right at all. The fact that he's, like, considering not having kids just so you know, his kid doesn't have to go through that. That's fucked up. That's, yeah, I I, I don't like that one bit. And, yeah, I, I really feel for the man. Um, In the first verse, he says, I'm protective because this world has got an evil will. They're given guns with every motherfucking Happy Meal, a shooter every month, and they pretend it's daffodils. My son will probably see that fire before a fire drill, which I really like. Like, a shooter every month, and they pretend it's daffodils. So that's just the media... Uh, Trump even sort of playing off all of these school shootings, terrorist attacks, going, no, no, it's okay. Like, it's all daffodils, you know? Um, And, yeah, see that fire before the fire drill. Like, his kid's not going to get any warning out there. And, yeah, I I think that's a really sort of clever way of uh, saying that, like, wording that. There's a small bridge in there, too, where he's sort of, like, he's talking to his future kid, uh, just saying, remember, you're on purpose. It's never just hit and run. You know, like, I I want you here. I don't think any kid should ever be told otherwise. Uh, I did really like that he put that in there. And then in verse 2, the injury reserve boys, Grogs and Richie, just went off. Uh, Rest in peace, Grogs, as well, wherever you are. I hope you found your, your happiness. That verse is home to a couple of really hard-hitting lyrics that I do want to get into. Um, see, plan B really got to be plan B. I think that's really good. Like, he's sort of, you know, you, you hit it raw, and then you think, oh, we'll go to plan B. And that's, like, the first thing. That's plan A. And it's literally called plan B. And then he's, he goes on to say, like, um, shit, maybe even plan C or E. Like, yeah, if you don't want kids, you know, you're not sort of set up ready to bring a child into this world. You should be taking, you know, precautions, like, before Plan B. Obviously, like, you know, latex allergies are a thing. Condoms can be very painful or whatever. But I think, um, yeah, if you're not in a state where you can support a child, don't do it to that kid. And I, th- I think that's what he's saying there. Yeah, Plan B should be Plan B. And then he says, either time's flying or my mind is playing tricks. Can't believe my baby girl's already turning six. Pray you nothing like your daddy. Stay away from drugs. So he's like looking at himself there to his kid, saying like, "Please don't end up like me. Please be smarter." And like that level of self awareness, like it's so grounding to hear that. I really, really like that. So uh, yeah, I, I love that. Uh, and then he just has to hit you with, "Hope I can be half the father my mama was." And that line honestly really got to me. Like, so obviously he grew up without a father and his mum had to sort of step up and not only be the mum, which is already a hard job, but be the dad as well, which, you know, as a woman would be incredibly difficult. Like, what do you, what's a father meant to say? And yeah, he's basically saying that she did an amazing job and if he can be half the father she was, he'll be happy. And I, I absolutely love that. That really gets to me. And the last sort of rememberable lyric in this verse is Adam talking college funds. Shit, I don't know if I'll have enough. Because, man, this game is inconsistent. Yeah, ain't nothing promised. And a bi-weekly paycheck sound perfect for my wallet. At what point you hang the gloves up and put your tie on? So it's questioning if he should just 
give up and take a nine to five. Like that's, yeah, that's really, introspective isn't quite the right word, but you know what I mean. You're feeling it too after hearing that. And the outro, Jesus, that shit is good. It's just spoken word. Uh, I think we are so used to life not being valued that we think wasting it on kindness is a bad idea. You should be getting money. You should be fucking hoes. You should be driving fast cars. Then you realize sometimes you get those things and now you're just a neighbor with those things. Because it's like, well, what's next? Well, I never tried a grapefruit by itself before. And now you're just a neighbor peeling, like eating a grapefruit. And you're like, this is nice with sugar in it. And you're like, why is this nicer than my Ferrari? And I really, really like that. Like, I'm not entirely sure what it even means. Whether it's like materialistic things are bad, like this nature-grown thing can be more heavily appreciated than this car. Or like a high price isn't always worth it. A grapefruit costs like, what? $10? And a Ferrari is like so much. Um, Yeah, I, I do really like that. And then the final track is just saying, I used to fantasize about having the stuff that I now have. You know, I'm, I'm living out my fantasy, which I think it really took away from the last track. Like, especially the outro, like materialistic things don't matter. Oh, I have all these materialistic things now. It's lit. Like, I think it really took it away from it. And 95% of this album is forgettable. But that 5%, that 5% is just on a whole new level. And as the, the title of the album suggests, I do think it's kind of like in, in limbo. Like he is sort of an in-between place. He doesn't know what he wants to make or say. And he doesn't really know how to cohesively weave this with that. Yeah, it, it feels very janky and disjointed throughout. It's not at all cohesive. Uh, so I think I'm going to be rating this one a 6 out of 10. And it would have been like a 4 four and a half before those last couple of tracks. Yeah, check out those last couple of tracks. If you like them, I don't know, it's up to you to check out the rest of the album, but I would heavily recommend those tracks, especially Fetus. Go check out that one. But um, yeah, so thanks to those, it really bumped my rating up. But uh, be sure to check back on Sunday uh, for my song dissection on Tupac's Brenda's Got a Baby. I'll see you then. That's a wrap.